You don't even like sports. Welcome to You Don't Even Like Sports, a podcast about sports for people who don't like sports. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Jeff May. Hey, hey, Jeff. Adam, Adam, yes. Hello. Hey, guess, what hey, are you doing g- here? Guess what? I got why well, I came to tell you something. Well, what is that? What did you come to tell me? It's that you don't even like sports. That's oh, well, uh, what? Um, okay. Can we cut? No, no, I mean, actually, we not, cannot. We, we need to talk about this because that's not true. And I feel like you're spreading rumors about me. Well, it's true in the sense that you don't even like sports. Sports, but, but also, and we've talked about this. I have texts from you about how you don't like sports, so that's not true. This is it's we. I I have receipts, Adam. You well, were then, like, I'm Adam Todd Brown, and I really I don't even like sports. Well, then post them was, like Michael Rappaport. Do you even get that reference? Like Michael Rappaport, he posted a bunch of text exchanges between him and Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant called him the f word a bunch. Welcome to you don't even like sports, everybody. It's a podcast about how you, Adam, and the listeners don't even like sports. Not true. Not true. Not uh, true. And boy, do we, you know, it's really fun to get back into my man, Maradona. Fucking love this guy. This guy is a fascinating character. What we're talking about today is maybe the most fascinating moment in his on-field career. Sorry, his on-pitch. It's certainly the most, I would say, well-known moment. It's certainly the one that, ha- you know, because he does, he has, well, I mean, as we'll get into it and we'll talk more about it. Uh, we're going to talk about a game in which he has two goals, one of which is shady as shit. And then the other one is majestic as fuck. It is a sight to behold. I have watched the video of the second goal that we're going to talk about about 35 times. Yeah. And we will be linking to that. because yes. It is something to watch. It. it is embarrassing for everyone that isn't him. Yeah, he's he is making an entire team of Englishmen look like fools, absolute Which. fools. And it's great. So we've probably tipped it off already. We're talking about the hand of God goal, which was followed by the goal of the century. They could have easily called it the feet of God goal. That could have been so easy for them to be like the hand of God and then also the feet of God. Yeah, that would have made more sense. But yeah. That's why we do podcasts and not run soccer clubs yet. That's where we need to run ourselves an FC and then maybe get ourselves an ultra agree behind us on both counts. I, I texted my friend Nicole in Washington, D.C. because she's a uh, Washington football team fan. And we were uh, chatting back and forth about what they should change their name to. I think it's just be Washington FT like the like those like the soccer clubs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure or, that or American, Washington FC would be even better. I'm going to guess that American football fans would love that. Probably. And they I think abs- they are keeping that name. So maybe I win. That's such a great. That's almost like a troll. It is. To do that, to like keep that name and just be like, fine, we're just going to be called football team. <laughs> it's not like they were winning anything. Yeah. They won anything since Mark Rippian was there. Fucking Rippian, Ripian. Rippian. Mark Rippian. Rippian. Okay, I, I would right. I would expect you not to know that because you don't like sports. So I got it. I did get it right the first time. So eat uh, an entire bag of human shit. I will. I will after this. And thank you for that. So before we dive into the hand of God goal, there's some things you need to know about soccer because I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, 
you don't know things about soccer, mostly. And the first thing you need to know, no matter what professional team you play for, when the World Cup rolls around, you play for your country. And that is similar in other sports as well. When it comes to like the World Baseball Classic, generally, and even and, the Olympics, uh, the Olympics is a good example of that. Uh, war, war is another one of those. Yeah, that's my favorite war. Uh, I mean, who among us? So by this point in history, Maradona was playing in Italy, and that's actually what next episode is about: is his time yeah. in Italy. He was also partying in Italy. Boy, was he! He was partying everywhere by this point, and. On this episode, though, we're talking about his performance at the 1986 World Cup in which he was playing for Argentina. We got a World Cup looming, isn't it? Is it next year, right? I, you know what? I don't know if we can actually predict when the next time something like that's going to happen. <laughs> Everything is TBD. So um, in theory, uh, I, I, think it, I think it is because I know it, it doesn't match up with election years. So it would right. have to be that. Yeah, um, which that's the one. Is that the one in Cotter? Yeah, that's the one that's being built. Oh, the with slave one exclusively with slave labor. We need to do an episode about that. I've done an unpops about it and I wrote a medium article about it, but we need to talk about it again. That is a yeah. human rights disaster. What's happening yeah. there? Also soccer. Yeah, soccer. Human rights disaster. So, yeah, we're talking about the 86 World Cup. The game in question took place at Aztec Stadium in Mexico City which matters almost not at all. But still, we mentioned. It's still kind of cool. It's kind of near us, you know? Yeah, yeah. We could drive Let's there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. This would be a good time to visit. So the other thing you need to know about soccer, you can't use your hands. That's why it's called football, dummies. I'm going to add a correction here. Uh, actual football, you use your hands. So That is Almost true. exclusively. Yeah, which is I weird. Mean, feet for running, I guess. But like for the most part, unless you're the kicker, yeah, you do a little kicking. Yeah, unless you're a kicker, if you use your your feet during football, that is a that's going to be on Sports Center. Yeah, you're you're playing rugby at that point or Australian mm. rules football, one of those weird ones where you can pass with your feet. Let me tell you, Australian rules football. We should do just an episode on that because I don't even think there are rules. No, it doesn't word, seem like it. The word rules should be removed from Australian rules football because it just seems like a god. It looks like a pirate battle out there. I have no idea what's happening. That, fascinatingly enough, was on constantly in the summer when I was a kid. It was on ESPN all the time, and I watched the shit out of it. But I don't like if you put it in front of me now, I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not watching this. Watching the Olympics and watching judo and everything looks awesome. And they're like, and no points at all for anybody in this match. (laughs) And you're like, oh, but they were doing all sorts of shit. They did so many things. I mean, there were so many things happening. But anyway, football, true football. Football, uh, yes. uh, is Is a kicking and using your chest and face only situation. Unless you're the goalie. Goalie can pick the ball up and chuck it sometimes. Technically, you can use your dick. Oh, it's not preferred, but you can use your dick. I bet Maradona did at some point. No, he didn't use his dick probably for a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I mean, on the, on the pitch. Yeah, you know. So there are other rules to soccer, but that's the that's the really the only one you need, especially to get through this story. The other thing that's important to this story is something we talked about on the last episode which is the Falklands War, which was a war between Argentina and England 
that was fought over control of a stretch of islands that Jeff and I both obviously know are called Las Malvinas. Mm-hmm. Not My Las Maldivas. That, no. like, that would be stupid. That would imply yeah. that we were talking about the Maldives. Go to the Maldives? Yeah. It's, not, it's nowhere near Going Argentina. Going to war over the Maldives would be awesome. Yeah. It would. We could probably do it. Let's I think we could probably... I think we could run our own little Falklands War. Let's do it. We have enough listeners if we could just radicalize a few thousand. Like, Bay of Pigs was only like 1,500, and that worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. If I'm rem- I don't even like history. So. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. It worked for someone. <laughs> it sure did. Someone, someone got a W out of that. <laughs> so, as we know, Argentina lost the Falklands War by a lot. 20 I think to we nothing. All know that. We all, yeah, everyone. I mean everyone knows. Like that's that's information that you just have yeah. going. It's like downloaded. It's like that U2 album. We all just woke up one day and it was downloaded into our brain. <laughs> I love that so much. People got so mad at U2 giving them a free album. Relax. So, one thing we should clarify about Maradona. We talked a lot on the last episode about how he didn't support that military junta that was in office the the one that took over during the 78 coup uh they kind of exploited him they exploited him very badly a little bit but it doesn't mean he doesn't love his country and like you have to remember he grew up in absolute abject poverty and he was not a fan of imperialism as many people living in latin america were not so that's kind of whoops yeah sorry sorry Sorry. we did about that all of south america yeah, we did some like things. A, like a whole bunch of Africa and stuff. Mm. So, Although Africa was mostly Europe. Yeah, they did that. I mean, we did some shit to Africa, but it was more of like a like an exporting thing than anything. Yeah, yeah we, did, we did some of that. We imported some stuff like AIDS, if you read up on your conspiracy theories. So, yeah, he was, he was very political. Like, not overtly political, but people knew where he stood. He was a things. drug addict of the people. Yeah, yeah. Like, he yeah. he partied, he had fun, but he wasn't a bad guy. He doesn't seem... No. You don't hear any of that about him. Like, you don't even hear any of that Michael Jordan type stuff where people are like, yeah, he was cool, but he was very competitive. Yeah. Like, uncomfortably. Or, yeah. It, yeah, it's... You can't really be... You can't judge anybody that existed as an adult in the 80s for their drug use. Yeah. That's not a... That's like a mulligan. That whole decade is a mulligan for behavior in that regard. And this is a man-child, basically. Like, he's 25 and rich in the 80s and had very little uh, actual childhood, or at least nothing enjoyable, like just playing soccer and then going home to... The, the slums yeah he's playing soccer in the dirt yeah so he's gonna he's gonna live it up when he gets some money that's not surprising at all but he was he was a partier with a heart of gold man one of these i came across this quote when i was researching this this is him after having met the pope and this is john paul ii right i believe so it was because this would have been around that time it's 80s. generally up to that point the wokest of the popes at that point in time right And this is what Diego Maradona had to say about him. I was in the Vatican and I saw all these golden ceilings. And afterwards, I heard the Pope say the church was worried about the welfare of poor kids. Sell your ceiling then, amigo. Do something. Good point. That has like, that has very like, 
like Saturday Night Live in the 80s energy, that line. <laughs> yeah. You know, that sounds like something Dennis Miller would have said on his weekend updates. Yeah, it does. Why don't you sell your seal in that, amigo? Why don't you do something? He if you're would worried prob- about kids, maybe you should worry about where your dicks are going. He would say that now, too, probably. He would, but uh, no one would listen. Yeah, it would just be, it would feel racist now. Yeah. Because it probably would be. Yeah, this amigo would have a little stank on it. Yeah. I would, so, I would like to add, before you continue, though, that referring to the Pope as amigo is the by far the best part of that whole thing. It's, it's amazing. And it's a bold stance uh, in Latin America. It sure is. Uh, basically doing the Latin American version of calling the Pope bro uh, and then and then sort of like calling him to task in an area that is just famously Christian. Yeah. Catholic, Roman Catholic. Yeah, the Catholic Church still has a whole lot of sway in Latin America, and they very much still did in the 80s. So it was a bold thing to say, and good for him. Yeah, man, that's a that's a badass thing to do right there, to like take a step and be like, you know, I got to say, I like God. God's pretty cool and all, but uh, maybe you should actually do something instead of just worry. Yeah, God's cool, but he doesn't hire well. So <laughs> fast forward to the 86 World Cup. He's playing for Argentina. He's still only 25 years old. And he took the loss in the Falklands War as hard as anyone else. And no matter who was in charge of Argentina, like, you don't want to lose a war. So Argentina eventually wins the World Cup. But that is not what matters here. Because they lost uh, the Falklands War bad. And, you know, people like almost a thousand people were killed, right? Yes. Which there when were, we think about that, that doesn't seem like a high number. But, yeah. But it is. It's a lot. Things. And especially for a war that was this short. Like If you look it up, this was like a two month war. It's like eight weeks. And it ended when Margaret Thatcher, who is a known monster, sent the British Navy in. And yeah, they killed around 900 Argentinians and they took the islands back. This is a quote from Maradona about that. Although we had said before the game that football had nothing to do with the Malvinas War, we knew they had killed a lot of Argentine boys there. Killed them like little birds. And this was revenge. It was something bigger than us. We were defending our flag. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's a bad. That is also like a very World Cup thing to say. He was like, we're defending our flag. But like, who else has such a cool thing to fight for? And it's it's a cool thing too because of the context like this is them kind of fighting imperialism so the Falklands War is also the reason why Diego Maradona said he would never apologize for what happened during the quarterfinals of the 1986 World Cup and that's what we're going to talk about now I'm on I'm with him on this one yeah yeah agree yeah fuck it like no one died over this there are lots of opportunities for that to have been amended, and it's not his job to yeah. deal with that. So this game took place on June 22nd, 1986, or 22 June 1986, if you say things wrong. Are you a computer? Yeah. Fucking weirdos. In hospital. Say the. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Let's go to the discotheque. Yeah. Do you want to come over to mine? You're what? You're, you're, you're flat. I don't know <laughs> what that means. I don't know what a flat is. It's a shoe. It's a shoe women wear. Here is a thing I just realized, though. I've always made fun of how soccer handles the timing of games. Because it's it's, soccer. Yeah, because it's soccer, and soccer sucks. But 
it's slowly dawning on me. Their system is probably the best. It It is. It also seems like a mild mystery. It is, <laughs> like it is when they like come at you and they're like, you guys, there's injury time. We'll call it. You yeah. Know? And, and it's just like, it's an amount of time. The it's game like an ends and they're like, you have another eight minutes. Go play. And yeah, it's an amorphous amount of time. It's so great. But it also keeps games from going like four hours like you see in baseball. Like, so there's that. And it, you don't want soccer going any longer than it has to. Also, yeah. two 45-minute halves. That's long. That's the, two basketball games. The amount of work that um, football players put in to like just fucking run around for 45 minutes at a time twice like that's so fucking brutal yeah and it uh, that's what makes it so disappointing that it's so boring even in fifa i'm like i'm not playing 45 minute halves (laughs) chop that down to eight yeah that's way too long but anyway i digress so the entire first half of this game passes with no goals if you can believe that 45 minutes of classic yeah classic soccer action in the 51st minute, which is about six minutes into the half, I don't know why I said about six minutes, that is six minutes into the second half. At one point, Maradona passes the ball to a teammate named Jorge Valdano, and several English defenders swarm Valdano and intercept the ball, and England midfielder clears the ball. And all of that just means there was a ruckus and he got the ball out of there. Yeah, it's like a clearing is usually, it's like a pop up. Yeah, they just send it to get it out of the way. It's not necessarily designed to like score a goal or or be anything, but like we need to re re get our shit together. Yeah, it's it's not really even a pass. It's just kind of putting the ball up there and hoping something better than what's happening right now occurs. Yeah, getting it the fuck out of there. And in this case, something better did not occur. What happens is the ball ends up traveling in a really high arc toward England's goal, and there are two players there to deal with it. There's England's goalie and Diego Maradona. The goalie, Peter Shilton, is about 20 centimeters taller than Maradona. No one knows what that is in inches. Centimeters. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. In it. In it, right? In it. In it. Bruv. Bruv. Centimeters, bruv. Bruv. Me's Peter Shilton, bruv. He weighed 16 stone. I was 20 centimeters (laughs) better than this Argentinian boy right here. (laughs) Because he's a British. But he was taller. We know that. We don't, again, we don't know what 20 centimeters is. How could we know? Also, though, everybody was 20 centimeters taller than Diego Maradona. Yeah, Diego Maradona was a stocky little guy. Ooh, it was like a little, little, little soccer playing potato, just kicking the (laughs) shit out of everybody. (laughs) And because Shelton was a goalie, he was allowed to just bat the ball away if he wanted to with his hand. And he tried to do that very thing. But at the same time, Diego Maradona does this thing where he swipes at the ball, but also moves his head as if to imply he was hitting the ball with his head, which is legal, but he very much did not. He slapped the ball with his hand into the goal. A merry prank. Blatantly. And what's crazy is everyone on the field saw it except the referee. It's like a wrestling referee. How did he not see that? <laughs> Being but, distracted by fucking Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart hanging out at the World Cup. <laughs> Bobby the Brain Heenan's there. England's goalkeeper ends up objecting immediately, and like the entire team is protesting. 
Prof. Oh, Prof, it's a cheat, isn't it? <laughs> and Maradona's teammates even kind of realized that this was not a legitimate goal. And because of that, no one is celebrating except Diego Maradona. And he runs up to his teammates and is basically like, hey, start celebrating or fuckface over here is going to say that wasn't a goal. And like, this is pre-instant replay. There's none of that. There's no reviews. So everyone just starts celebrating. And the ref is like, all right, I guess that was a goal. That is now like the official thing that you're supposed to do with, uh, with if you're a professional athlete and someone scores is you celebrate no matter what. You let the officials be the ones to give you a reason not to. And I wouldn't be surprised if that came from this incident. This is a quote from Diego Maradona. I was waiting for my teammates to embrace me and no one came. I told them, come hug me or the referee isn't going to allow it. And you might think like big deal, one goal, what's it matter? But remember, we're, we're talking about soccer. Goals are rare. Yeah. It always reminds me of the the Simpsons episode, the soccer episode where they, they come up and they're just all watching it. And one guy's like back to midfield, back to the center, back to midfield. And then the uh, Latin American guy is like losing his fucking mind <laughs> as he's watching it. Yeah, there's we'll link to both of the videos and we're going to play one of them on the show. But you see that exact thing in the video for the hand of God goal. It's like just either a British or an American dude. I don't remember, but he's very calm about it all. And he's like, oh, he scored and people are protesting. And meanwhile, the goal we're going to talk about next, the call on that, the commentator, he's a, a legendary commentator. He uh, cries. He, he actually says he's crying. He thanks God for Diego Maradona. It is intense what a nerd yeah really like it's just sports man calm down maybe you like sports too much dude but that's how every country in the world besides us is with soccer like they take it so seriously in the world cup it's like the olympics of soccer it's like a presidential election you have to win the world cup for us to be like all right we'll put you on a cover of something We'll yeah. give you a book, Megan Rapinoe. Just fucking keep win, I guess. And it's the reason everyone hates the U.S. men's soccer team. It's third World Cup in a row they failed to qualify for. But they're getting all the money? Okay. You yeah. can't name a single player on the men's U.S. soccer team. Yeah. No Mar Garcia Parra? Nope. Nope. No, no. <laughs> That's uh, No, his his wife was a woman on that one a World Cup. So Johnny Damon. No, that's a dude that just got arrested in Florida for a DUI. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he did. An awkward DUI. Yikes. So you also have to, like we said, take into account there's not a lot of scoring. So one goal could be the difference between winning and losing. And that's the case in every sport, but it's (laughs) rare. One goal being the case between winning and losing is most of soccer. Yes. Like another one, nothing. Ah, well. And these are a couple of quotes from Maradona after this happened. I knew it was my hand. It was my plan, but the action happened so fast that the linesman didn't see me putting my hand in. The referee looked at me and he said, goal. It was a nice feeling, like some sort of symbolic revenge against the English. I love that he keeps coming back to revenge. It's great. He like joins the IRA. <laughs> it's just like 1986, 1986 IRA. That is a... That's, that's the, the golden age of the IRA yeah. right there, yeah. 
That's a rare vintage right there. Yeah, we were seeing like U2 albums and made-for-TV movies about that shit. Yeah, the there's a documentary on Netflix called The Miami Showband Massacre. Watch that. That happened in 75 or 76, but it's a Northern Ireland trouble story that is crazy. So here's another quote. At, this is at the press conference after the match. He was asked about that goal and how it happened. Here's what he said. Un poco con la cabeza de Maradona y otro poco con la mano de Dios. Jeff, translate that for the people. A little with Maradona's head and a little with the hand of God. <laughs> so he knows. He knows he cheated. I mean, what's he going to do? Say like, nah, that's not what happened. Yeah. Like you don't. I do a lot of shit with my hands and I know about it. So what's really fascinating about all of this is because of that hand of God goal, England, I think to this day, just universally hates Diego Maradona because he did. He, he cheated and it uh, potentially won them the game. What's really interesting is that a mere four minutes after the hand of God goal, he scores another goal that also has a name. And the name of that goal, the goal of the century. What a way to have to one-up hand of God. <laughs> exactly. You're just like, oh man, we already did hand of God four minutes ago. Let's listen to the call. Here's the thing. It's not in English, but... That's not the point. I think you'll pick up on the enthusiasm <laughs> for what's happening. And yeah, then we're going to we're gonna do our best to describe this goal. You'll get the gist pretty easily, I think. Yeah, here goes. Ahí la tiene Maradona, lo marcando, piso la pelota Maradona, arranca por la derecha del genio del fútbol mundial, y es el tercer gol tocar para Borruchaga siempre Maradona, genio, 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 ta, 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 I mean, that was pretty impressive, if you ask me. It's a great call. And I know you don't need the translation to understand what's happening there. But I promise you, you want to hear this translation. It's a little long. Here goes. They're going to pass to Diego. Now Maradona has it. Two defenders on him. Maradona touches the ball. The genius of world football starts to his right. He leaves the third behind as is going to pass to Burachaga. No, Maradona was always going to keep it. Genius, genius, genius. It's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. And goal. I want to cry. Holy God. Long live football. Golazo. Diego Maradona. It's moving me to tears. Forgive me. Maradona in an unforgettable run in the greatest play of time. Cosmic little barrel. 
He called him a cosmic little barrel. Sure what planet did you come from to leave so many Englishmen in your wake to bring the whole country together in a tight fist, shouting for Argentina? Argentina 2, England 0, Diego, Diego, Diego Armando Maradona. Thank you, God, for football, for Maradona, for these tears, for this Argentina 2, England 0. Yeah, he kind of seems a bit nonchalant about it. I wish he had been more excited. It's a problem sometimes with sport. Experts don't always get excited about these things because they're too busy trying to, like, you know, deconstruct, explain. Man, that's that's so great. It is. It's it's hard to explain the goal itself in a way that makes it sound as cool as it looks. Um, I know most people listening to this uh, don't like sports, including Jeff. But I think the best reference is maybe Barry Sanders. Like if you've ever seen Barry Sanders on one of his more famous runs, he was a running back for the Detroit Lions. Like the way the moves he would put on people, it was like he was playing a different sport that everyone else on the field hadn't quite been trained in yet. It's like watching a smash cut of uh, Jason Williams passes. Yes. Those are upsetting. White chocolate, baby. I, I, I will probably <laughs> once a month, I will just watch highlight videos of Jason Williams passes. It was great. So, yeah, watching Maradona score this goal is it's like that. It's like a Barry Sanders run. He's just he's breaking ankles left and right. He's making people look silly yeah it's like an action movie of soccer it's just like all the stuff is clicking properly and so the play starts around midfield and it's cool as shit right away because he gets the ball with two england defenders closing in on him and he does this spin move it's like a like he makes a triangle with the ball and then just gets the fuck out of there you know what that's called what's that called jeff the maradona <laughs> That's, I like that. That's I mean, I've had to try to teach yeah. kids how to do it. And I'm like, look, man, if you're advanced, you can try to do this, but I can't even do it. It is an impressive thing to see. And just like that, he's fucking out of there. And now he's got three defenders chasing him. Uh, to quote one of the articles I read for this, the defenders looked to be aging a year with each passing step. Imagine having like a, a short kind of like out of shape looking dude just like push your dick in the dirt that hard. That's the thing. When you watch him, like it doesn't seem like he should be as fast as he is or it's like he's not even fast. He's just he's so he's, precise. Yeah. He's like tricky. He, he it's like a, he's like a juggler. Kind of. Yeah. Just like, all right, I feel like I know how you're doing that, but I I can't fathom how you're actually doing that. Yeah. And. So now he's running toward the goal. He has these three defenders chasing him and another defender tries to intervene. And this is the point where the announcer says he's going to pass the ball because he does this stutter step that ruins this defender's life. Yeah, that guy went home and took a 40 minute shower. He ends up running the wrong direction. Like it is embarrassing. It's so good in the World Cup. You're the greatest player of your country. It's so great. And so now he's really getting close to the goal. He passes this other defender like he's a fucking traffic cone. Like he just (laughs) 
scoots the ball past him. Stole his wallet on the way by. Might as well have. And so there's one last person to stop him, and that's the goalie. And he does not stop him. Mm-mm. There's one more defender who slides to try and trip him, and he does trip him, but Maradona still scores the goal. And that goal gave Argentina a 2-0 lead, and they eventually won the match 2-1. Oh, no. And here's the thing. I think we've made it clear that soccer is not either of our favorite sports, but that goal is the coolest fucking thing I've seen in sports. Yeah, it's hard. It's like if you're going to watch something and be like uh, highlights of a sport, this is like at the top of soccer by far. Yeah. It's just the way he handles the ball is so precise. And it's like what he's doing, it seems like no one is trying that hard because it looks so fucking effortless. Yeah, everyone's trying their asses off at the highest possible level of the world's most popular sport. And he is just, I mean, he's dunking on these guys to put a the, the sports reference Adam. I know you don't like sports, but Yeah, you don't. I know. Yeah, it it reminds me of like in video games where you pick up that thing that makes you briefly invincible and you can yeah. just run through anything you want. Like it's like that. He it's postered like, an entire nation in he, one move. He really did. And because of that, like even you'll read interviews with people in England, like soccer personalities in England, and they're still mad about the hand of God thing, but they're also like but that other fucking goal, yeah. come on. I bet they wish they put Vinnie Jones on there. He would have taken yes. care of it. Squeeze him in the nuts. He would have fucking hit him with a wrench while he was going to. That's what you need. You need a big enforcer on your World yeah. Cup team to just fucking plow over a dude. Get one of those Australian League football players in there. Eh? All right. Yeah, you know, but I'll I'm, run him I, over. I mean, in the case of this guy, you got to catch him first. Oh, the, the trick is to not go for the ball. Yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, you just tackle him. Yeah, yeah I suppose just, that would you work. Just plow over the man like you're a truck and he's a hot dog cart. Which would that have even been a bad play? It's like in the NBA when someone's going for a clear layup and they'll just foul him to stop it. It's yeah, like you at least got to shoot the free throws. Yeah, it's a it's an 80s Pistons move, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they needed Bill Lambeer to clothesline him. That's Vinnie Jones. You don't get in the paint on us. Yeah. Absolutely I don't know why not. I think Bill Lambeer talked that way. But. Yeah, that's uh, he, I mean, he was like, he talked like a businessman. Yeah. He was a fucking nerd. What a, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. He seemed like a nerd, but he was one of those like big boss at the end of a Kung Fu movie kind of nerds. That's true. When you see him like take off his shirt and you're like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's the story of how Diego Maradona avenged the Falklands War. It is something to be said and something that I think Argentina really needed at the time, you know, because they were reeling from that. That's not something that, you know. I don't know if you knew this about uh, England, but they like uh, imperialism and their navy. And not just that, but the people of Argentina were also being beat down by that regime that was in charge. It's a very bleak point in their history where people were just getting disappeared off the streets. And so something like this, you know, it's one of those things where there will be one faction that will be like, how could you even focus on the World Cup at a time like this? And it's like, because it makes people feel good. Not me, yeah. but people in Argentina, they're going to feel great winning the World Cup. Yeah. And that's something that it, it's people seem to underestimate how important like entertainment is. Yeah. Like in like people's existences, like and like sports is like the art of the body. Like it is absolutely something that many people find necessary to enjoy. And a victory like that is huge. 
Think about what happened when you cried like a little bitch when the Cubs won. Yeah, I was on a tour bus. Yeah. And yeah, the like the Cubs winning that World Series, I knew so many people. I grew up in Illinois, so I knew people who lived and died just hoping the Cubs would win a World Series at some point. And they never, ever did until 2016. And yeah, you get emotional over shit like that. So I know I, I do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people will get emotional watching this goal. It's that fucking inspiring to watch. It's just so it's like the perfect sports yeah. play. Yeah, it's like watching an inspirational movie that takes place over the course of like 12 seconds. Yeah, it all happens very fast, but it's like a fucking Beatles song. It's very short, but there's a lot going on yeah, in there. It is surgical. Yeah. What he does. He dismi- he destroys a country with two chubby feet. And that to me is just so it's so funny because, you know, England likes to swing a big dick. But yeah. to watch fucking Argentina and have this one dude just be like, oh, watch what I'm about to do to you. And I want you to remember this forever. It's fucking amazing. It sure is. So we'll link to it so people can watch it. You should and, uh, watch it. Tell us what you think in the comms. Yeah. Short for comments. That, is that short for comments? Mm-hmm. That must save you a lot of time when you talk. So much time, Adam. I could, I, could spe- I could do an hour telling you how much time that saves me by saying comments. Do you want to? I mean, we have time. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, we edited all that out, but check it out in the outtakes. Jeff talking for an hour. Uh, it was pretty neat. I didn't. I, it was like a filibuster. Yeah. Well, or a lesson, Adam. Mm, like a TED talk. It was a Jeff talk. Get That's, it? That, I don't know. No, no. Because you're Jeff. I'm Jeff. Yeah, I'm Jeff. So it's a Jeff talk. But it would be called a TED talk. No, because you're Jeff. Yeah, but the, they are called TED talks. It's the title. Well, it's because everyone who does one is named Ted. That's not true. I saw Sarah Silverman do one. Theodore Sarah Silverman is her actual God-given name. I can absolutely tell you that that is not. Do you know a lot of Jewish Ted's? Yep. I know so many. Now what? I'm out. Yeah. There's no coming back. I got nothing now. I got nothing. So yeah, we'll uh, next episode. We're talking about Diego Maradona in Italy where he, uh, has arguably the best years of his professional career and uh, the best years of his cocaine career. He uh, possibly develops some ties to the mafia, which well, you're rich you're, and in Italy. That's probably just for the best. Yeah, literally when in Rome. <laughs> yeah. What else are you going to do? Fight the mafia? That's yeah. not his job. There couldn't be a more apt when in Rome situation than literally being in Rome. Yeah. Like he already beat England. I would also like to add, though, that we kind of just glazed over it real quick. But let's not forget that not only did he absolutely poster um, the entire nation of England, but also the Pope. Yes. Like (laughs) we can't that's that shouldn't be just, you know, like we shouldn't just kind of roll over that. He he basically went in an interview and called the Pope like kind of greedy a little bit. I like that a lot. It's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. He was having a good run around this time. Very good run. Yeah, he was having a good for the of the people run. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we should probably I think that's our episode, right? That's a so that's a so this is a this was a good hit and run. Yeah, it's a good, good, quick one. We'll get back to I the, like a nice short. So, to be honest. Yeah, it makes it like, I mean, bite size. You know, this uh, this one was easy to easy to research because you're. I mean, we're we're literally talking about a combined 30 seconds in one match. But that's how fucking famous these two goals are. 
And even if we stretched it out to the, we use the distance in between, it's still four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Either way, it is an eventful approximate five minutes in the life of Diego Maradona. Yeah. So take that all of you um, blank minutes, movie podcasts that, you know, take yeah. that the Star Wars minute. We did yeah. 30 seconds and we did 45 minutes on it. So there, is that a podcast? People talk about one minute. Yeah, Star we'll Wars? talk about one minute of a movie. They're pretty popular, actually. They're they're kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? I don't think either of us have anything. Honestly, I can't think of anything that I've been up to lately that yeah. would require a plug. Um, I mean, on my end, honestly, if you check out uh, patreon.com slash Jeff May, you can check out my new podcast, Jeff Has Cool Friends. First episode will be dropping uh, the first week of April. I'm trying to, I'm hoping for a Tuesday drop to stick with my former Sideshow Sideshow schedule. Uh, we'll see if that actually happens, uh, but it should be. I have uh, my first guest uh, will be Chris Uminga from the missing episode of Sideshow Sideshow. That got Very nice. uh, the Too Hot for TV episode that was pulled. Of course, you can also hear Tom and Jeff watch Batman on Gamefully Unemployed Network. And uh, I don't need to promote you don't even like sports because you are listening to it. Uh, but you don't even like sports, which is, is a true. thing you, you should have not. mentioned. You, you For legal reasons, I think, if nothing else, you need to mention it on a sports podcast. You don't even like sports. Patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. It's Todd with one D. Don't get it twisted. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Jeff, get say goodbye. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. We, I mean, we, we do. We love you.